ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Deep Impact Podcast. I am your host this evening, Roberto Clemente. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm Bo Walker. Uh, I am joined this evening by uh, Mr. Jason Cephas. Uh, Hello. I believe that is Jordan Davis down in the bottom left-hand corner. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how to segue out of that, James. Uh, and then we have uh, Mr. Cheesehead himself, Mr. Mark Carson. Go pack, go draft a flipping wide receiver as an That's owner. Chris Olave, right? Because you don't want Chris Olave. Oh, not Chris Olave, but all right. So uh, this evening we've uh, we got a couple. We got some sports we're going to talk about. Uh, Mark and I are going to discuss real quick. We had a little golf outing this weekend. It was uh, it was a pretty fun time. Uh, then we got some. Uh, playoff hockey with the Nailers coming coming from Jason, and uh, we're going to talk about potential, well, probable uh, Pittsburgh Penguins hockey in playoffs. And then tonight is the NFL draft on uh, four on April twenty eighth uh, at eight o'clock. So like how are you this... gonna? I like how you were going to use numbers and then you forgot. Uh, I was. The... I was, I, was I, looked, I looked down and I saw it say <laughs> four twenty eight, and I was just going to say on oh, four twenty eight, but. No, uh, April 28th, uh, starting at approximately 8 p.m. Eastern time, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to draft the next Tim Tebow. And you guys know who all these picks are because round three is going to be over by the time this even comes out. Exactly. But you know what's not going to happen by the time this comes out yet. We are also celebrating Cinco de Mayo by drinking the the best uh, Mexican authentic beverage known to man, uh, tequila. Is anybody I, drinking tequila? I said I, um, I was unaware of the tequila partaking. Uh, I would have participated. However, I am drinking Laheim. La Cerveza. I am drinking uh, this is a, because I'm going to celebrate Cinco de Mayo on Cinco de Mayo. This is yeah. a key line. In the past for our, listen, uh, for our listeners. Well, yeah, it will be in the past for them. It will. But, but we will still celebrate Cinco de Mayo together. But we can celebrate with you listeners. Right. James, James doesn't need another excuse to drink tequila. Let's no, I've I haven't not drank tequila on this podcast in a couple weeks. Exactly. I think any day that ends in Y is a good day to drink tequila. I think so too. Or just drink in general. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good plan. So uh, drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That is exactly. True. So uh, if you guys if you guys can tell from those of you who are watching the video. Um, we've got, we're representing, uh, a wide variety of sports here. We've got, uh, Jason representing hockey, uh, myself in the, the Pittsburgh pirates, uh, the last good, one of the last good players to play for them, uh, Roberto Clemente. And then we have, uh, two different sides of the coin here. We've got the AFC represented by Mr. James Piazza. Oh yeah. And Mr. Cam Hayward. Exactly. Oh, that is that a new one? I haven't seen you wear that one before. Uh, this is, I think, first second time I've ever wore it. Very nice. And then we have uh, the cheesehead, one of many cheeseheads that you have back on your shelf. You can uh, see I have three others. I only have two adult ones. Then I have a toddler and a baby. <clears throat> and I also have several other pieces of Green Bay memorabilia. So uh, the the pink helmet was uh, bought before uh, I told everybody what the gender of our baby was. And I told Bo because Bo was like, I need to know. And I was like, I'm not going to tell you the gender, but I will tell you, I just bought a green or I bought a (laughs) pink Green Bay Packers helmet. And he's like, oh, that's cool. Why'd you buy that? And I was like, I don't know, because I didn't have a pink one. Glad you told him and didn't tell me. 
I, I mean, James, I didn't, I didn't listen. He gave me hints the entire way to my bachelor party. He was playing. It became a game songs about. Yeah. yeah I didn't like take daughters. I, got those and, I bet I was I the last person here to find out. You were in the car on the way to his bachelor party. Weren't you? Yeah. Was I with yeah. you guys or did I go? Yeah. Um, no, you rode home with Kyle. Yeah. He you took you to the airport. Yeah, there yeah. with. Yeah. And yeah. so you got all of those subtle hints. You didn't get the pink helmet one, which you probably did, actually, because I probably sent it in our Snapchat group, just to be honest. But that's neither here nor there. Surprise. Nope. I had a girl who's made an appearance on this podcast. But that's also neither here nor there. Uh, he's looking to try and find her, weren't you? I mean, I, she's right there. <clears throat> OK, but uh, Mark, would you like to tell everybody about our golf outing this weekend? You know, I had poop so bad about hole seven. I forgot. <laughs> Oh, it was top five worst I've ever had poop in my life. Jeez. And it was this, dude, it was a real sketchy, like, hole. It was, a, it was, a, like, it was hover, a porta potty. It was a hover over the hole kind of thing. It was not uh, not a pleasant experience. It was uh, a hover but, over uh, the hole. It was a pit pot in awful. the middle of the woods on a golf Yeah, course. it was pretty awful. It was about 900 degrees in there. <laughs> Actually, it was probably more like literally 100 degrees in there. It was pretty toasty. It was actually probably the acceptable sleeping temperature for James. Probably pretty close. Um, yeah, it was, it was miserably hot. So other than that, uh, it was wonderful. Uh, I went to Mill Creek Golf Course up near Youngstown. Uh, it was uh, We played the South Course, I think, right, Bo? Correct. Yep. Yes. So uh, I, beautiful uh, course, lots of fun, uh, a little, little challenging, especially if you're uh, – even if you're a slightly better than average golfer, I'm a slightly less than average golfer. Uh, Bo is is slightly better than average, I would say. No, I'm average. Well, I mean, you're slightly better than average. I mean, I shot I shot 20 over par, Mark. I didn't say yesterday, or I mean, the day that we golfed, you were that good. I just I was going to say, there's only 18 holes, and I missed all of them. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a fun time. We went and then we went and had some uh, had some good beer at a, a pretty good restaurant up there. And then uh, went to this uh, place called up there. I'll give them a shout out. This is a free shout out because it's freaking awesome. It's called Vintage Estates. Um, they have about 16,000 different types of beer. And it's, it, they have a lot. Yeah, it's all over the country. Yep. Um, they have a big section for just Ohio beers. So uh, I spent more than I probably needed to spend on on roughly 30 beers. But uh, yep. yeah. There is a, uh, there, a local you really drink 30 beers. He didn't. He no, didn't I bought 30 of them. Uh, it was like, are they full ones, size? So like, are they like 12 ounces? Yeah, like this. Like this. Hold on, your fruit screen's for it. Oh, what kind is uh, that? Which one is that? This is a are wild you... sour uh, key lime pie goza. Oh, I love key lime pie. I thought you, I thought you meant that you drank 30 beers there. I misunderstood. No, you. these are so vintage estate sells uh cans of beer uh and wine they've got they've got a pretty large wine selection too um i've never looked at their wine selection i'm not a wine guy um but they have again beer from everywhere they actually have uh, some high tower beer they do oh yeah so that's pretty cool local brewery just down the road is that Um, another free shout out bro yeah absolutely <laughs> high tower. I mean, you know, high towers. High tower's cool. We went to high tower when it was in his garage. So yeah. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is a key line pie goes. I had uh, one, the first one I had from there was called Entrepreneurial Spirit, and it was pretty good. So, That's a name for a beer. I buy, for sure. yeah, I buy, I buy specifically the look of the can first, and then I check if I like the beer. Um, 
and I actually bought one beer that I do not drink, which is a stout, but it's a Neapolitan ice cream stout. And I was like, gotta, gotta give that a go. Oh, I might, I might have to come up when you open that up. Well, the chance is not zero that I finish all of the beer in the house tonight. Any day that ends in <laughs> Y, there is a chance that I drink all of the beer. There is, there is that possibility. All right. It's never a zero percent chance. All right. Uh, so do we, the, the draft starts in about 40 minutes. So do we want to get started and, and move through some hockey before we get to the NFL? Oh, heck yeah. All right. Get to, uh, hey, Jason, how them, how about them nailers, buddy? Uh, they should have freaking won at home. That was going to be my question because I didn't hear. Well, I don't know if they should have won. The refs um, if they were did. garbage. So, yeah, so, so going into it, going into it, I kind of had a feeling that last night was going to go how it went simply because um, playing at home in the playoffs is completely different from playing on the road because you just, you don't have as much pressure on you on the road as you do at home. So for them to go into Fort Wayne, which is a very difficult building to win in and get both of them, yeah, and they want, and they're the returning champions too. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that's huge. Coming home, you knew that there was going to be, you know, that that special buzz in the building, and there was. Um, Wednesday night crowds are typically a little bit smaller, just because it is a Wednesday night. Um, Wednesday night crowds are typically your your diehard fans. Um, also playoffs but still i I know what you mean yeah Yeah. and and i know we said it last week but uh, and i turned my video off to everybody that you're watching as well um internet connection is a little unstable so to help me and jason out i'm gonna shut my video off anyway um uh like we said in the last podcast uh the comets uh when at home never lost to the nailers so i guess i should have worded that as the nailers never beat um fort wayne in fort wayne is that just this um, season or all time? Yeah, just this, this season. season. Okay, this season. that's that's still crazy. And they were the only team yeah. on night one because all the all the round one matchups happened on the same night. Round one, uh, game one. They were the only road team to win a game yep. in the entire yeah. in the entire first game that they played. And they so. they played real good in the first two games. You know, a couple close ones, but they they pulled them out. And then just yesterday, you know, I'm sure Jason will touch a little more on it, but, you know, the referees just, you know, Jay, they were they were awful. And Jason and I talked a little bit about it. You know, if it's the, it's a playoffs, I'm all for letting them play, but mm-hmm. don't make a blatant. Yeah, you know, don't, don't make don't game, make a yeah. don't make a call for one team and then you know, put fair. your arm up for a delayed penalty. And 10 seconds later, the exact same thing happens to us right in front of a referee and you don't call it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty bad, you know. Were, they, yeah. were they the Angel Hernandez of hockey? I don't understand that reference. Were, I'm not sure of that reference. Not quite that bad, but they were pretty. They were pretty bad. Angel Hernandez. Oh, is the he's worst. the one that's missed like 3,500 calls. Yeah, he's, yeah. The, worst, he's okay. the worst MLB umpire that has ever. Gotcha. Uh, Jason, I have a quick question. Um, yeah. So, do you watch the away games as well? Do they do that like a local broadcast, or do you have to get that through Flow Hockey? I get it through Flow. Okay, how much you pay for that? Because I debated doing that, and then I forget how much it's the price like, was. It's like twelve a month. Oh, that's actually not too bad. So yeah, it's not mm-hmm. terrible. Um, it flows nice to have, mm-hmm. you know, just for you know away games and stuff. But yeah, 
even you know even home games because we don't have cable here so mm-hmm. the home games are are on cable uh cable tv but since we don't have cable here tov9 i just use flow um for, for you know for home games that yeah. we didn't we can't go to but yeah but yeah um last night was kind of rough um they started out kind of iffy um fort wayne really really put a lot of shots on in the first period um and they ended up getting the first goal of the game which is you know you kind of expect that fort wayne's you know they're down 2-0 they got everything to play for so you knew that they were going to come out and have a strong push wheeling comes back and ties it at one shots at that point are 11 to 6 and you could see the momentum start to shift towards the nailer side then the refs kicked in and it all just went downhill from there the final shots ended up being like 28 to 6 jeez yeah final shots for the game no, for that period. Oh, I was oh, going to say. Oh, I thought the, you meant for the it, game. No, I was like, the that's end of the, off. I don't no, know no, what no, the no, final no. tally was, but towards the end of the third period, the Nailers Fort had Fort 17 had shots. shots. Yeah, well, the Nailers had 17, and at one point, obviously, Fort Wayne had 47. So yeah. they had 30 more shots on goal than the Nailers. Yeah, it, it was. So, and I, I'm going on a little bit of a rant here. So buckle up and bear with me here. So. <laughs> For those that don't know, the ECHL, the ECHL, for those that don't know, come playoff time, they do the two ref system. Typically in regular season, there's only the one official. There's the one referee who makes all the calls. Playoffs, they switched to two. And back in 2016 in the Kelly Cup final, back then, they only used to do the two ref system once you reached the final series. Obviously, that included wheeling, and it screwed us back then. And so far, last night, it screwed us again. So many calls for a playoff game. Like, it's the playoffs. Let them play. Let the players play. If you're going to call something, call the Fort Wayne player grabbing Jared Cockrell, who's been having to wear a face shield for the past two months after his, after getting his face caved in after a dirty hit that wasn't penalized by the way. And the guys grab, the guy grabs his face shield and the ref's looking right at him and nothing is called. Call that a penalty. But were they calling like a lot of penalties on wheeling? Was it like they just weren't executing them fairly or Fort Wayne was just playing dirty and getting away with it? It was very spotty. Like yeah, it was, yeah. they would, they, they really they were would, really, picked, and that's the thing really is it's like, on when with, to call them. yeah, like with officiating, you gotta be at least consistent and fair. Like, even yeah. if you're, if you're and, gonna and, let them play, then do the same thing to both teams, let the let both teams at least have the same amount of leeway. Don't kind of yeah. do and pish and like, posh here and there. That's stupid. The first, two of the penalties in the first period for wheeling were 10 minute misconducts, yeah. 10 minute penalties. I don't, I don't remember the last time I've seen a 10 minute misconduct period, let alone two in the playoffs. There were actually All, four misconducts last yeah. season. Well, two like of said, which went to two, one player and he kicked out. And then the two was, for the, the two at the end of the game, I can understand because the refs were trying to regain control of the game. They don't want it to get any more out of hand than it already got and it already was. So what do you do? You start giving people twos and tens and kicking them out. That's what you do. 
So I don't have an issue with those. But Patrick Watling getting a 10-minute for going and talking to the ref after he, you know, after his team just surrendered a goal while he was in the box for what I think was a really dodgy call, um, mainly because I feel like the Fort Wayne guy completely sold it. Like it, 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 the penalty call was an elbow and the hit wasn't anywhere close to the head, but credit to the Fort Wayne guy, he got hit, his head snapped back, hit the ice. That was it. Penalty. And from that point on, you just, it was just all over the place. Like you couldn't really get a feel for how, you know, what was going to be a penalty and what wasn't a penalty because they were just so all over the place. And I, I just, I hope it gets better. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be different officiating a different crew for tomorrow night game four. Um, just because every other game has been different crews doing the officiating. So we'll see what tomorrow night brings. I expect to see a much better performance from the nailers than, than last night. Not that they played terrible, but just have a little more attack to them. They kind of sat back a little bit and um, you know, Derek army head coach, he, he said in his post game press conference, he said, everything perfectly he um basically said you know they're a young team and you got to learn how to win in the playoffs but you also got to learn how to lose in the playoffs and when you lose in the playoffs even when you win you got to flip the page and forget about it so yeah the advantage that they have is at least they're at home for this loss and it's the first of three they have two more home games to come back and Friday yep. is a frosty Friday, so they better get their shit together. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, like I said, there's two more games guaranteed at home. So the worst worst case scenario is they head back to Fort Wayne down 3-2. Yeah. And, yeah. For, and for all the people that, you know, are mad, upset, you know, whatever about last night, look, I get it. I was I was irritated that they lost. Obviously, they're my team. I want them to win, but they were never going to sweep Fort Wayne. It wow. just wasn't gonna happen. You gotta win four. They got two. Fort Wayne has one. So there's still two more games left to win. So get the job done. Keep playing your game. Don't let any of their BS get in the way. Don't worry about the, what the officials are calling. Play your game and you're going to be successful. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So now uh, moving on, do we, do we want to talk about the Penguins real quick? Um, that NHL postseason is coming up pretty soon, correct? Yeah. I, I haven't. Yeah, really- when's uh, – have they scheduled game one yet? I Obviously, we don't know the matchups, but have they um, the locations. But I do don't they have think a date? They have, I don't think they've scheduled anything yet. The Penguins um, have clinched, though, correct? They're in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah, this is this is the last week of the regular season. So tomorrow night will be Pittsburgh's final um, game of the regular game against Columbus. Okay, I was gonna say I haven't I haven't been keeping up with the Penguins that much this season. Yeah, now they're one of the first ones to tap out and finish a regular season, but still, like I don't think any team has less than like has or has more than what two or three games left to play anyway. So. 
yeah, something like that. Yeah, so every I can't team, imagine them delaying playoffs. playoffs. So, so Dallas, yeah. um, oh, Dallas yeah, last night. Yeah, Dallas was the last team. Period to to clinch. So everything's all set now. It's just we got to find out who's playing each other. It looks like yeah. it, for Pittsburgh, it's either going to be the Rangers or or the Panthers. So yeah. either way, it ain't gonna be pretty. Hate no. to break it to everybody. No. Now, this is a dumb question. How does the wild card work in – I know how it works in – There's the West Conference and the East Conference, and then yeah. there's two divisions per. How it works is the top three from each division make it guaranteed. Yeah. The, bottom, the bottom two to get those last two spots to make eight per conference, um, it goes to the next two best teams in the conference. Doesn't yeah. matter division. So you don't have to have a guaranteed amount per division. So it's essentially like if um, both of them, if like, let's just say the New, New York was a little better than Boston, New York and Columbus could, or New York and Washington could have both made it over any of the uh, the Atlantic division teams okay. or the Eastern uh, teams. But, um, and, but yeah, so the worst of those two wildcard teams plays the best team in the conference. That's what I wasn't and, sure. Yeah. Who, and the, how the yeah. matchups were. Set and the up. better and since, of the two wildcard teams plays the, the team, the first place team of the remaining division. Okay. So, yeah. I, I just wasn't sure how, yeah. Like how the wild card matchups would work out. Yeah. You know, who would yeah. play? Which who. is why, which is why if Pittsburgh loses out and they fall to that second wild card spot, they'd be last. That, yeah. And that's Florida why they would, best, even though they're not yeah, in the that's, Metro. Yeah. That's why we would play Florida because they're yeah. top. I mean, and, and to, to sum it all up really quickly, if you're the second wild card spot, you're the lowest ranked team to make the playoffs from that conference if you're the first wild card spot you're the you're the highest ranked wild card spot you're you're the second lowest ranked team yeah so so it's basically it's the same thing as like basketball the one seed plays the eight seed the two yep. plays the yep. seven So the yeah. Rangers Except are number one. Basketball, they just purely do it by conference as opposed to doing it by division, which yes. hockey incorporates that, except yes. for the wild cards. Yeah. I just the wasn't NBA, sure how the that NBA all started to do that play in round. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's a little yeah. different. Which but... listen, yeah, I know we, we don't talk I... about the NBA on this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, that's fine with me. <laughs> we don't we we don't talk about Bruno, okay? Um don't even get that joke. Oh, James, you got to watch that. That's a fantastic Disney movie. No, you really don't. You're really not missing much. Encanto. Go watch it. What? You're Chef's really not missing much. Just you say what? In Canada? What? In Canto. In Canto. It's in Canto. Canto. You uncultured that's a, swine. That's a, that's a Disney movie? Yeah, go watch it. Okay. Or don't. It's just really. <laughs> or don't. I probably won't. But really, it's I just, really I just heard, I just heard, I just heard someone in the background say they're disowning you since you didn't know that it was a Disney. Yeah, that's that's my my lady. <laughs> so, uh, lady, go watch it so you don't get disowned. Uh, it's actually, it's a, you know, contrary to Jason's opinion, it's actually a pretty good Disney movie. It really is. Uh, I, definitely I not one of definitely of not one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a good. I will say though, it's much like Frozen. Which which Moana was much like Frozen, and then now Encanto was much like the other two. They just take place in different areas. Yeah, one's in Norway, one's in Hawaii, one's in Mexico. It's yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna go and say that uh, I'd rather waste my uh, TV watching time and finish up Better Call Saul. 
Okay, well, that's fine. So, yeah, uh, Saul's also a good show. Speaking of uh, TV time, we got 20 minutes to discuss the NFL draft. And before we get started in opinions and who who's going to take who, I just want to ask each one of you, who is going number one overall? Dude, I have – Defensive no end idea. from Michigan, probably. Oh, see, I think he's going to Detroit. I think I can't remember his name, but he's a defensive end from Georgia. Yeah, I think he's uh, going oh, first. Okay. Trayvon Walker. Uh, that might be. I can't remember. Okay. He's a defensive end from yeah. Georgia. Going there. I I do. The only person I will I, I would almost bet money on uh, going in. Uh, who I'm close to betting for sure in top five, but I will guarantee top 10 is Kayvon Thibodeau. He's the only person that? I will. He's a, a defensive end from Oregon. Yep. Um, he's, he's probably the only person I'll guarantee goes in the top 10, but uh, yeah. So I think, I think Kayvon Thibodeau is going to go, um, go in that uh, top 10 spot. Uh, I don't know exactly where he's going to be put, um, you know, but um, uh, I'm, I'm confident enough to feel that he'll go top 10. Other than that. Um, okay. So yeah. I, I, I'm looking at, uh, we all know, if, if you know about the NFL draft, you've heard the name Todd McShay. Okay. He's been around forever. He does the mock drafts. Um, he's he much had, better than Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper sucks. I also have Mel Kuyper's here. It's fine. Mel, Mel Kuyper still sucks. He gets paid millions of dollars a year to not show up at the one day of the year that he, no, he actually has up. to do his job. He's not at the draft. He cited COVID reasons, but he went last year, so that oh, holds really? up for a while. He might, he might have COVID. You never. He know. doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, this this was weeks ago. This was oh, like really? okay. over a month ago. Okay, so um, I mean, we have Todd McShay and I have Mel Kuyper's combined drafts. Excuse me, but we'll go Mel Kuyper or Todd McShay's because it was released today he has number one overall going to the jacksonville jaguars trayvon walker defensive end from georgia that that's that's who mark was talking about uh and then he Who's also defensive said, players probably going back to back that's awesome i love seeing that exactly shit. uh unfortunately he also has uh aiden hutchinson from michigan boo uh going to the detroit lions but he's going so to my uh, i have two players in this draft both of which are from ohio state uh, that I would be, uh, I would be ecstatic if Green Bay took one of them. The Garrett other one Wilson. I would be, who? Garrett Wilson. No. Um, Chris Olave, hundred percent. Chris Olave. False. I was going to say <laughs> Chris Olave is somebody. I, listen, I have an unjustified hatred for Chris Olave. I literally could not cite more than like one reason why I don't like Chris Olave. And What's your one reason? One, uh, because I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you the game, but there was one game that they, that Ohio state lost and it was solely because of him. And I think he was yeah. targeted like eight times and he dropped seven of them, not just couldn't get to the ball. He dropped seven of them. And I know two of them were in the end zone. So it was mm-hmm. his fault. And I, that's probably where my unjustified hatred of Chris Olave mm-hmm. came into. I, anyway, I I'm like that with a lot of players. Yeah. So anyway, I, uh, I would be very, uh, I would be hopefully optimistic. I would not be happy if they drafted him. However, the player that I would love if dropped down, who I would also argue with anybody that I think he is the most underrated defensive player to go in the draft in a long time is Haskell Garrett. I think he is going to be a fantastic defensive player in the NFL. 
And I would love if Green Bay picked him up at, I'd even be okay at 22 and then draft a wide receiver at 28. I mean, if, if there's not a wide receiver that sticks out at 22, I'm sure he'll probably be there or you'll get your second option at 28. Thing is, is this is a very, very wide receiver heavy draft. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so you might not have one that's going to stand out like Jamar Chase above the rest, but at the same yeah. time, you're going to have, you're still going to have a lot of skill there. So it might be worth it to wait. Now, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Who, do you want to hear who the first wide receiver is off the board, according to Todd McShay? Who's the, um, I probably won't know him, but sure. Going to the New York Jets, who got the trade from Seattle, uh, Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Yeah, I figured I figured he'd go quick. Um, so, he, he and then Ohio State's tight end, I think, is going in the draft too this year, right? Yeah, I, I'm not 100 sure. He's not he's not listed on here in in the top 20. I don't think he probably wouldn't be top 32. He'd probably be there. I don't is, even know if he'll be tomorrow. He'll probably yeah, be yeah. tight ends very rarely, if if ever, like go in the first round. Maybe one will go, but very rarely more than one. So yeah. So Todd yeah. McShay has. Um, Green Bay picking Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas, with the 22nd pick. And then with the 28th pick, they're picking Lewis Kine, safety out of Georgia. And I, I think I really don't want him to pick a defense player. I really do. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty strong in believing that their defense is pretty good. I mean, they added some really good key pieces last year in the draft. They got some couple of the good offseason acquisitions last offseason um and they really didn't lose much this offseason and in the defensive end yeah i mean obviously they lost a really big piece in Devontae adams but i'd argue they got at least half of his workload back with sammy watkins that they picked up from kc so um so I'm go- you know I'm going, I- I'm going three eight i'm not i'm not going i'm not going half not half. Uh, i'm going i'm going three eighths Jeez, I mean, Devontae wasn't compromising. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going like, I, mean, I, I just, I personally, I, think, I feel like Sammy Watkins is past his, past his prime. I feel like he's I don't think he ever hit his stride in the NFL. He's always yeah, been I mean, way yeah. too shaky. He'll have I, a game would, or two where he'll just go off, but exactly. like, and yeah, I, he's I, just I not. But I, you know, and I think he's got a really good teacher in Aaron Rodgers. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Pat Patrick Mahomes couldn't have been a good teacher. Patrick Mahomes is a lot he's younger. Young. Yeah, he's a lot younger, and you know, and and I think even though I'm not sure of their ages, but I would assume Sammy Watkins and Aaron Rodgers are pretty close in age. Sammy um, Watkins is relatively young. I don't think he's even thirty yet. Okay, so I mean, I wasn't sure, but anyway, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he takes his. I mean, who ever heard of Marquez Valdez Scantling before? Yeah. You know, he played at Green Bay, and yeah, you know, and and I mean, he's a good wide receiver. He's not. I wouldn't. You know, he's not top. 40 you know i mean i mean maybe but i you know i don't i don't know how far my list is going to go but you know he's he's a top receiver on green bay you know and he would not be a top receiver on a lot of teams but green bay even with Devonte adams there mvs was still number two maybe number three yeah. depending on if alan i always call him alan lizard because i think that's what his last name looks like but it's alan lazard i you know i think he was he's probably the number two receiver um, I, I'd even argue that he might be a little better than Sammy Watkins, at least because oh, of his relationship so. with Aaron Rodgers right I would now. Say so. yeah. You know, I think Sammy Watkins will definitely take Devontae Adams' spot at some point, being that highly used wide receiver. Um, I, I really look for Randall Cobb to be a veteran teacher, and he's going to retire at the end of this season. Um, you know who I look for? To, you know who I look to be Green Bay's uh, workhorse this season? Who's uh, that? Big Bob Tunyon. Bobby T, baby, yeah, I th- you know, I think he'll be, he'll definitely get his workload this year. Um, I think he will. I think, I think he's gonna have a, I think he's gonna have a really good season this year. He's your tight um, end, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Right uh, hot, hot take. Woo woo. Uh, I think AJ Dillon runs the ball more than Aaron Jones this year for Green Bay. I'll be damned. That is a hot take. That is. Wow. I, really I don't do. even know who AJ Dillon is. Wow. AJ Dillon is our backup, and he um, last year actually they they ran roughly the same amount of yardage. Um, Aaron Jones definitely carried the ball more, um, but I I really I think AJ Dillon will. Uh, I, I think Aaron Jones will be more of a um, wide receiver use uh, simply because they don't have many wide receiver options right now. Yeah, and I he's a very, really very wrong. athletic kid, too. Yeah, yeah and yeah, he's if, like a, a Le'Veon Bell Jones, type without the finesse. If you look at Aaron Jones, he looks like a wide, more of a wide receiver. You look at yeah. AJ, you look at AJ Dillon. I mean, from the waist down, this dude is is as thick as Saquon Barkley. I mean, you know, he's got massive calves Everywhere, and thighs. I mean, even those places that count. Correct. Um, but I mean, you know, he's a massive dude. So I really do think AJ Dillon will be that that uh, heavily used running back. Yeah. Um, and even if he's not, you know, uh, more than Aaron Jones, they're going to use them both real a lot more because I think Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I mean, Aaron, he's only getting older and getting younger. So you know, the just like Tom Brady, more times you get hit. The more it hurts the next morning. No, I'm you know, telling so. you, man, Tom Brady's a freaking vampire. He he goes to sleep in his coffin and he wakes up. He drinks the blood of Gis- he drinks, he drinks Giselle's coffee. blood every morning. Yeah. <laughs> like my God, that guy's he's he never drinks his wife's blood. He drinks a, a cup full of Giselle's blood every other Monday. So a little bit of a hot take, but I do think uh, AJ Dillon becomes a little. Yeah. More used receiver there. So, so sorry I took up so much time talking Green Bay talk. Guys. No, you're good. We're gonna now we're gonna transition to Steeler talk after I say uh they also have Chris Olave. We're all Ohio State fans here. That's why I'm bringing up Chris Olave. Oh H like a one I I I did it backwards. <laughs> you didn't you beat me to it. <laughs> but uh Chris Olave, they have him going number 16 uh to the New Orleans Saints. Um with oh, him. I'd like, you know, I would have liked Thomas. to see him there with Drew Brees. I'd have seen him there with Drew Brees. I'd, I'd like to see that. Yeah, but, I, and Michael Thomas. I mean, with Michael Thomas, I mean, they're gonna, he, they're going to be, he's going to be sharing the spotlight. They still down have there. Alvin Kamara. Their their offensive units pretty stacked. Yeah, you no, know, I don't have a. I think it's kind of crazy. Other than um, and wait, hold on, hot take. Good. Jameis Winston is not a very bad quarterback anymore. So wait, he didn't he, didn't. Didn't they? Someone trade for Matt Ryan? Yeah, the Colts. He's in. He's Colts. in Indianapolis. Oh, sorry, I, could, I couldn't. For some reason, I was thinking the Saints, but no. I think Jameis Winston's going to have one hell of a year. Actually, like I heard a couple of takes about the Steelers potentially getting him before they signed too. Trubisky, and they kind of sold me on it. He's again, if he stays healthy, he's getting fundamentally better, which is something I never thought he could really do yeah. because no. I never thought he was dedicated enough to do it. I mean, I would like to, I, so, I, I want everybody to succeed except for anybody in Cleveland, Cincinnati and, and Baltimore and anybody we play in the playoffs. No one in Cleveland will succeed. <laughs> I think Very true statement, I, I was, I was thinking uh, other than Detroit, there's really not a team that I'm like, they're not a potential Super Bowl contender. Probably Detroit and 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 Chicago. Um, you know, Green Bay's advantage has always been. Oh, you're just talking. They, they're in a weak division. No, I'm just talking, talking in the NFL. I mean, oh, I mean, you, I would. You think, I, I honestly, is a, you think Jacksonville is a Super Bowl contender? I think they're no, a good draft this, away from being a Super Bowl contender. I don't think Super Bowl contender, but they could really play. Okay, how about playoff? Around. They'll yeah. be a for playoffs contender. You know, yeah. I don't think Detroit is a, is a few key pieces away because you got to run through Minnesota, who is only getting tougher, and you got to yep. run through Green Bay, and it, it, it's always going to be Green Bay. I don't care. 
if Aaron Rodgers isn't there, they're not going to put up the high points, but their defense has always been pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, even when Green Bay sucked, their defense was still pretty good. Yeah, you I know? mean, Green Bay is going to be the obstacle until they're just not. Correct. And, yeah. and well, I mean, Minnesota, like I just said, Minnesota is just getting tougher and tougher and tougher. Yeah. You know, I mean, they still have Mike Zimmer as their coach. Justin Jefferson. Can. Justin Jefferson is going to be an offensive player of the year in, in five years or less. I mean, he is so good. Yeah. So you know, right, he, got, he should have got, been offensive player. Or he should have won rookie. Did he win his rookie? I don't know. We got seven minutes and we haven't, we've only talked about green Bay. We're talking about the Steelers. That's now. okay. All right, I'm sorry. We're I'm, I, will, I will talk about Steelers. They're the best we'll drafting team whatever ever. We want. They'll take a, nobody's ever heard of you from this college that no one's ever heard of. And you're a all-star all pro every year. Okay. I know James disagrees with me. Obviously James wants them to draft Jordan Davis. I want them to take a quarterback because I do not want Denton the Nog and Mason Rudolph to touch a football anywhere in the next 10 seasons. Dude, right. if you waste a first-round draft pick on a backup quarterback, you are doing it Dude, wrong. But, but here's the thing. You don't know that he's a backup against Mitchell Trubisky, okay? When Mitchell Trubisky was took one of the – draft pick. Mitchell Trubisky took one of the worst franchises at the time in the NFL, the Chicago Bears, and in his four years as a starter, he took them to the playoffs twice. (laughs) Okay, twice. Yeah, did they? That team was garbage. I mean, absolute shit. Did they? He took them to the round in the playoffs, though. No, but name two other players that were okay during his tenure there at Chicago. That's a very good point. I mean, I can't because I'm not a Chicago fan. But exactly. Like, That's legitimately. The thing is, is like, okay, if Who's Mitchell Trubisky, back? hold on, if Mitchell Brian Trubisky was was available in That's the draft right now, I don't think, yeah, if Mitchell Trubisky was available in this draft right now, and you had the choice between Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, whoever Sam Howell or whoever else, no, Kenny, Kenny Pickett's going to be gone. Kenny and, with like the and Mitchell Trubisky, which one of those? If you had the free selection of any of them, which one would you pick? I know which one I'd pick, and it ain't anybody that's available today. It's who we have. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're saying Kenny Pickett is going to be gone. When is Kenny Pickett going to be gone? Good. I hope he's gone. I hope they're all gone, and I hope they have to oh. trade up for, ahead of Baltimore to get Jordan Davis. Todd McShay does not have Kenny Pickett going before Malik Willis. Yeah, I'm he does not have Kenny Pickett. Pickett. He doesn't have Kenny Pickett going until thirty second to the Detroit Lions. And he, let me see. I think Kenny Pickett's a little better than that, but like. I do too. He has Jordan Davis. Yes, he does have Jordan Davis going to the Ravens. Dude, my thing is, is like, even if you're thinking long-term, wait until next year, draft a quarterback. Because this year's quarterback class, like, is absolutely terrible. Like, next year's supposed to be pretty good. Not Trevor Lawrence good, but pretty good overall. So, I mean, if you have four or five quarterbacks that can go in the first two, three rounds, as opposed to this year, where the only reason a quarterback's getting drafted in the top three rounds is because the rest of them suck. Yeah. You can't waste a number one when there's so many good. I mean, I don't want a receiver. There's so many good receivers, so many good uh, offense and defensive linemen. Like, there are so many players that we need that, and we have an, an adequate quarterback. Okay, James. Might, James might have swayed me. Bo just didn't have a. Bo just didn't have any reason other than he didn't want Mason Rudolph to throw the football. That's as to why the Steelers. As to why the Steelers. I can't stand that man. I have Dude, no legitimate on, reason to. Back you have an unjust. You have an unjustified hatred of Mason Rudolph. <laughs> you seriously do. I've never met the guy. He could be the nicest guy in the world. 
coolest dude. He looks like a douchebag. I'm just gonna throw that out there. He looks like nice. Hey, the week that the week that Pittsburgh signed Mitchell Trubisky, his girlfriend broke up with him, and I felt awful for him. Wait, what? I hope I hope his girlfriend goes with Mitchell Trubisky. His girlfriend is hot. Mitchell Trubisky married. No, I'm not talking. I said what I said. No, I, I, I just, I, I don't know why I don't like Mason Rudolph. I just, I because they took his face mask off when they took him on the cart, and then they had to push the cart. That's exactly why you hate him. He looks. You so hate him because he got hit in the head with a helmet by another player. He was so dumb. What a savage! Miles Garrett was a savage. Oh, Miles Garrett was a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> the guy didn't so. die. He lived. So, uh, he didn't die. The boy who lived. <laughs> Update: The photo of me posted on our page should have been the pay- the picture of Mason Rudolph in a helmet with no face mask, and he should have this car. And we should have oh put the boy <laughs> lived. Oh, I'm a resident no, Mason Rudolph fan man. here, and I agree that would have been hysterical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my! I have. Why did uh, you I... do that? Hey, Bo. Where can they find us? You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Deep Impact Pod and you can find us there. Same with Twitter. Uh, YouTube, you can find us at Deep Impact Podcast. Uh, go to uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Anchor. Type in Deep Impact Podcast and you can find us there. You can listen, uh, like, subscribe. Hey, on YouTube, what are you going to do? You're going to hit the bell. Right. And uh, we're going to sign off because it is eight o'clock and the NFL draft is officially underway. And we will uh, talk to you guys same time, same place next week. And we're going to get Go back and uh, drink Davis. tequila. I'll be drinking tequila again. All right. Same. Bye-bye. Cheers. Love you.